Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 173 of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Schlag. And joining me today, I have a special guest. Her name is Trina. And Trina is a Fitter After 40 alum. She joined in September and she has lost almost 30 pounds in the last six months. And she's joining me here today to fill you in on exactly how she did that. Now, when Trina joined Fitter After 40, she had a good idea of what she needed to do. Like she knew she needed to create a calorie deficit and stick with it, but she wasn't quite sure how to put those pieces together. And that's what I helped her do in Fitter After 40. And she's going to talk you through five strategies she used to keep herself in her calorie deficit all of these months and lose this almost 30 pounds. I'm really excited for you to listen to this. I think you're going to learn a lot and think like, okay, that I can do that I can do. Now, here's the thing. If you're interested by the end of the episode in learning some more about how she actually did that, I want you to join me in the free challenge I'm hosting starting March 21st. You can sign up right now. The doors are open to that. I'm going to put the link here in the show notes. The Midlife Makeover, Four Days to a Fitter You Challenge. I set this up to help you get some real results, build some momentum to level up your results. We're going to spend four days working to shift your mindset and build some momentum with some daily habit challenges. We're also going to meet each of the four days. We're going to talk about your midlife metabolism. What's fact? What's fiction? You're going to learn about self-sabotage. Do you do that? I bet you're like, oh, that's me. How to stop getting in your own way. And you're going to go to scale school. How to stop the scale from screwing you over. That's what we're going to talk about during the four-day challenge. And then there's going to be a lot you do to actually get yourself moving. At the end of the challenge, I'm going to talk to you about how you can join me in Fitter After 40 just like Trina did so you can have your own transformation. All right, on to the episode. Real quick, before we jump into the episode and I introduce Trina, I realized you might be wondering like, wait, there's a discrepancy in the numbers we talk about. I talk about in the title how Trina's lost almost 30 pounds. And in the episode, she talks about losing 25 pounds, I believe it is. She said that's because we recorded this episode back in January and it's now March and Trina has continued to progress and has lost another four-ish pounds. I think it was four and a half pounds she lost in the month of February. On to the episode. Hello, hello. Hi, how are you? Good. Thanks so much for joining me here today. Thank you for having me. Well, you're welcome. So Trina, before we hop into like talking about your amazing transformation, I would love if you shared with us about you. Like, tell us about your life. Who are you? What gets you excited? Where are you from? All that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, my name's Trina Johnson and I am 47. I live on the coast of Maine. So, um, I've been married for 22 years and we have three children. I have an adult daughter who's 27, uh, adult son who's 19 and my youngest is 17 who's still at home. Okay. She's a junior, junior in high school. So we still got one living at home and I also have two grandchildren. And how old are they? um seven and five okay wow and when you say you live on the coast of Maine like are you really close to the coast yeah we're right on the ocean yeah that sounds amazing yeah I love it I love it it's a it's a fabulous place and we get all kinds of weather usually we don't get much for winter here on the coast but it's been hammering us with snow this year Oh, do you get to walk on the beach very often? Like, do you get to go down and like, just be by I the can, sea? Yeah. Oh, yep. that, sounds, that sounds heavenly. Yeah. 
<laughs> we have um, we have one of the lighthouses right here. Um, we it's uh it's called the Breakwater, and it's actually a, a like a rock wall. You walk out um, a mile out into the ocean, and the lighthouse is at the end of it. Oh, neat! That's fantastic. So that's a really a really fabulous morning walk to watch the sunrise out there. And Trina, you're a business owner. I am. I am self-employed. My husband and I run a um, screen printing and embroidery company that's been open for 13 years. We and started in the basement of our house and grew it gradually over the years. And and so what do you mostly make? Is it like t-shirts or what is it you're mostly printing? Oh, we make, yeah, we make t-shirts, sweatshirts, printed, and then embroidery. We do jackets and hats and bags and all of, all of that stuff. We serve the local school districts with sports uniforms. And so, um, and we do a lot of, a lot of stuff. December is very, very busy because we have a lot of lobster, the lobster industry in this area. Um, so they usually, um, order a lot of stuff for Christmas and holidays and stuff. Oh. So December is really, really crazy. You know, I, this is really good background information for people to understand like your life situation. Um, Cause when they hear about your results in a few minutes here, they might be tempted to be like, well, you know, she just spends all of her time doing fitness stuff because she's not a busy person, right? But you've just told right. us you, you have all these children, <laughs> you have grandchildren, you run a business, like clearly you have a busy full life. And you've had a transformation that has been just nothing short of phenomenal. Actually, before we talk about that, give us some background information about your health and fitness journey. Like where have you been in your life as far as health and fitness? So I've, I've been the classic yo-yo dieter, just like, you know, everybody, a lot of women have had that struggle with kids and balance and work and life. And it's, um, it, when I turned 40, I was like, okay, enough's enough after gaining and losing and gaining and losing with all the kids and everything. I turned 40. I was like, I'm going to become a runner. So I became a runner. Um, I trained to run. I ran a couple of half marathons. I did a lot of five K's and then I had injuries like plantar fasciitis and stuff like that, which took me out of the game. Um, and then I, joined a local gym and got into strength training, which, um, helped with my weight loss journey, helped me with running and all of that. And I really enjoyed all the strength training. Um, I lost a bunch of weight. I was in really, really good health, um, fitness wise, nutrition wise, everything was locked in. I did a, um, I hiked Mount Katahdin, which is up here in our area, one of the largest mountains. So we did that. So just all kind of, kind of all these, you know, challenges and things that I took on, but, um, over time weight creeped up and up and up. And then I, again, I was at my heaviest weight and then it was 2020, early 2020, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. So that took me out of the game again. I ended up having um, a double mastectomy, four surgeries. I wasn't able to work out at all um, because I was healing and everything. Um, I was on key. I did four rounds of chemo, and then um, and then I was on a, a med for prevention called tamoxifen, which a very small percentage of women 
um, will gain weight with that. Well, I was in that percentage. So pack on some more pounds on top of not being able to work out. Um, finally in 2021, I got back to being able to work out again, getting my health back on track again, added some strength training. That's when I found, um, I found the love of pound class. Mm-hmm. I've mentioned that before in, in some of the, um, in the Facebook groups, but and you're really so excited by that. Like you love that. I I am. How everybody what it's that so is? They're like, like, what the heck's a pound class? A pound is a cardio drumming like workout jam session. It's you know high intense, fun, upbeat music, and you're doing the workout with a pair of rip sticks, which are like um, so you're exercise pounding. drumsticks. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, so they weigh quarter pound, I think. Um, so you're hitting the floor, you're doing squats, you're doing lunges, you're, you're doing all of these things and like a 45 to an hour minute workout session. And it's just so exhilarating and fun and, and upbeat. And I I just love it. I just, it's, it's become a huge passion of mine. And And so I now, correct. I do teach it. Yep. I became certified in 2021. Um, and so now I teach, gosh, I teach two to three classes a week now um, at usually at night. because That's when it fits my schedule for working and whatnot. But so that's kind of where we're at. We're working, we're teaching pound, we're just all, all the things and trying to fit in calorie deficit and protein and mindful things and strength training. And so <laughs> my schedule, my schedule right now is um, I do one day of legs one day of upper body and then I have two classes a week and then the other day I just kind of fit in things that I like I do dance cardio I'll do spin bike I'll do whatever I feel like doing so I'm usually I usually work out five to six days a week and take one rest day I think your um, story is relatable to a lot of people this idea of like being a yo-yo dieter for a long period of time and being successful with weight loss but you know, losing a substantial amount of weight and being really active. And then over time that weight comes on and then having some kind of a health crisis. I think that has happened. Look, it's happened to me. It's happened to a lot of people that really kind of sets us back even further and then needing to come back again. So I think that's going to be really relatable to, to everyone listening. So we met last fall, you joined my fitter after 40 program. Tell everybody what your results have been in the last four months. So we're, as we're recording, this is January 31st. Um, so how many, so September, October, November, December, five months, the last five months, tell us what your results have been. So I have, let's see, I was looking at my, I was going back looking at my numbers and I was like, okay, wow. Um, it, it's, you don't see it when you're going through it, but then when you look back, it, it's just all this data. I love having all the data that you've taught us to you know, record and pictures and, you know, having all this data. Cause looking back, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this, you know, this is a lot. Yeah. Um, so I kind of, I have, let's see, September 6th, I believe was the fitter after 40 session when we started. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, Oh, let's see. So I've lost 26.2 pounds since then. 26 so I think, pounds. Yeah. That's huge difference. It is. (laughs) It's a massive difference. 
and I just and I and I really don't know because like the av you know like you you teach us you know your average is like half a pound to two pounds a week is like really good but I've surpassed that and I I really don't know why I don't know I don't I don't know what that combination what the key was to to doing that I'm not sure yeah you're definitely um, on the I, high side of that yeah so I also I have an aria scale it matches it um, it works with my Fitbit so it records all my data in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it all, it also does the body fat percentage, which I don't know how accurate it is, but again, it's just tool of data. And it says I've lost 2.8% in body fat. That's fantastic. Yeah. Those, those, um, like body fat measurements, it's not like they're super precise, but what they're good for looking at is trends, just like the scale itself. Right. So if you yeah. keep using the same one, um, it's not like this is for sure your body fat percentage, but it's good for noticing those trends. And so when it's telling us, you know, the percent body fat we've lost, that, um, that can be just an additional piece of data. Well, you know, yep. Trina, your success is not super mysterious because you've been incredibly dedicated. Let's kind of peel back some of the layers of what you've been doing and talk about the nitty gritty daily work of losing weight. Cause it can sound really cool to people and be like, Whoa, 26.2 pounds in five months. Like I want to do that. Um, but day to day, it's quite a bit of, it's quite a bit of effort. So talk to us, like what specifically have you been doing? Like what have been your main focus behaviors? Um, the biggest thing for me was like, I've done this a couple of times, like many people, they've done this a few times. So like everybody can, everybody knows about the calorie deficit. Everybody knows like, okay, yeah, if I cut back food, then I'm going to lose weight. If I add strength training, you know, all those combination things, but it's like, I had all the tools. I just wasn't using them Mm -hmm. until I joined the group. It gave me, it gave me a purpose. It gave me focus. It gave me, um, you know, knowledge of the ups and downs of the scale um, and just, you know, all around support, I think. So I was just more driven to mm. work at it harder, I guess. I mean, I was, I was doing all the things. Um, I, I was no, one thing I was not doing. And I was like, one of those people, like, I am not doing that. I, you know, people say, oh, I'm not going to track my food. I'm not, I hate tracking my food. I hate this. I hate that. Well, for me, it was weighing my food. I was like, I'm not going to weigh out 85 grams of raspberries. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) No, I'm just going to grab a cup and I'm going to have a cup of raspberries. So when I incorporated that scale into, into my daily um, food prep and meal prep. And, uh, I even, I usually at dinner time too. Um, that really changed a lot of things because like a cup of raspberries, you just think, okay, well, if there's some big ones, there's some small ones there, you know, there was no way to like accurately measure that. So you put on the scale, say 85 grams of, of rat, say raspberries, like that's a lot. And I was kind of jipping myself in some things, mm-hmm. but I was going over in other things. Right, right. So really that made me more aware of the kind of the portion control. Mm-hmm. So I remember I you came into the group and talked about the scale and how you thought it was going to be like this big um, to do like this big production. And that yeah. one night you did it for family dinner time. And you're like, I ate the same thing. Yeah. I was making chicken broccoli Alfredo. And usually I would just yeah. like guesstimate and that you 
right alongside of the meal you were making for your family, you just started weighing out your portion size of all the different things. And it didn't take that much time. It didn't take any time at all. And my, my serving was perfectly portioned. I was full. I was, you know, it, it was, again, it was so, it was so easy and just, I guess, just trying it. So I do that all the time now. I mean, it's, it's a, it's kind of a staple, like, okay, everybody gets all the dinner out on the counter and everybody's serving. I'm like, okay, here's my scale. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to have three ounces of sausage and, you know, this many grams of Alfredo sauce. We did, we had that last night actually. So that's kind of funny that um, <laughs> we had the same meal, but yeah, again, it's just, and I wasn't interrupting anybody else's plan or their meal. I ate the same thing that they did. I did not make, prepare a separate meal. And so my, my day pretty much is, I pretty much eat the same thing every day. Mm -hmm. Um, I have, uh, a Greek yogurt with some granola and I've actually added the fiber to that uh, just recently when I wanted to start increasing my fiber. Um, so what have, have you been using to add? What have you been adding for fiber? Um, I've been adding the, the fiber one oh, nuggets oh, the cereal. or whatever oh, they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. yeah the it. cereal. So I add that with my granola to my Greek yogurt um, first thing in the morning and then my mid-morning snack is a fruit smoothie. So I have um, almond milk, Greek yogurt, a cup of fruit, sorry, 85 grams of fruit um, and some protein powder. And then my lunch, I make salads. We pretty much have salad every single day. Um, and I do alternate that sometimes with the soup instead, but I always make sure it's a higher protein content in there. And then my afternoon snack, I'll have fruit, hard boiled eggs. Um, and so all of that stuff, I kind of prepare for the whole week on Sundays. Oh, I so love I that. know, I know that these magic thing, you know, this is my plan and I know this works for me. And then our family dinners, I, 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 we never know what we're going to have. We plan it out, but um, it varies every single, every single night we make something different. So one night it's chicken, broccoli, Alfredo, one night it's steak, Caesar salad. And one night it's, you know, pasta or something. I just, every, every night is something different. So that always varies. So, you know, what I'm here, what you just said, I don't even know if you realize how um, helpful all the things you just said. So you just gave people a really quick laundry list of strategies that actually help them do the thing that they know they're supposed to do, which is, I know to lose weight, I'm supposed to be in a calorie deficit. I get it, right? And you just like, and I was writing them out as you said them. So the things that Tarina just said to, to recap here is that you use a food scale to weigh out your portion sizes. So you're really precise with them. You eat a lot of the same foods every day. So you plan it out in advance and you eat a lot of the same things, though you have variety with your dinners. You, you can eat alongside your family. You're eating mostly minimally processed nutrient-dense foods. Like the things you just listed there, you're like, I'm eating eggs and I'm eating berries and I'm making my salad. Um, I'm eating yogurt. So you're eating that mostly minimally processed nutrient-dense foods. You're eating a lot of fiber. You worked on upping your fiber and you meal prep. Like you spend some time. And when you guys, when you hear the word meal prep, it doesn't mean that you have to spend three hours in the kitchen and have like matching Tupperware. There's lots of levels of meal prep um, for how much you want to do, whether you're a person who just preps your protein or you prep full out meals. So that's a lot of things that you got dialed in place 
in order to hit that calorie deficit, which we know is the number one thing we have to do to lose weight. That's, that's a lot of good stuff. Trina. Yeah. So I make my, um, my husband eats the salads for lunch too. So I literally make eight salads in 20 minutes. Do. I don't, I mean, I buy bagged lettuce. I buy the matchstick carrots. I buy, I've cut up. The only things I cut up are like the peppers, mm-hmm. but you can buy those cut up too and save some more time. And yeah. to make all of those salads. So I put lettuce, like a spring mix in there, matchstick carrots, black olives, peppers, um, cherry tomatoes, and then our protein, I alternate. So I'll do like sliced chicken breast or um, the packets of tuna, Mm -hmm. um, or I'll throw in a protein from the night before. So if we had chicken the night before, and if I have chicken left over, I'll throw that in there or pork chop or whatever. So the protein always kind of varies. Um, But it's, it's a cost wise, it's probably about $20. I make eight salads for like under $20. That's great. That's great. You know, that's, that's sometimes an important thing too, is people, you know, are worried about the cost of eating healthy. And of course, you know, a bag of Oreos is cheaper than an apple these days, or even a dozen eggs, but yeah, um, I stretch it out and it's like $20, $20 and 20 minutes to make eight salads for the whole week. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, Okay. So that's a really good primer on how you've been hitting your calorie targets. How have you been doing with hitting your protein targets? Did you have any struggles there? Was that pretty easy for you? Um, protein, it became very easy once I became more aware of it. Um, so my protein goal is, I think is 140 grams of protein a day, Mm -hmm. um, which I'm usually hitting that or more. Um, one of the, one of the things I do is, um, when I teach, I do the calorie cycling, which was also kind of new to me. Um, so on the days, so Wednesdays and Fridays that I teach class, I know I'm going to be burning extra because I need, I will need extra fuel to get through, through those classes. So I do my, I think my calories are two to 300 more on Wednesdays and Fridays. Um, so I just throw in like a fair life protein shake right after I work out right, right after I teach class. Cause I'm, I'm, my body's just burning all this fuel that, that I put in all day. Um, and that helps get me through like that witching hour before mm-hmm. dinner. Um, so I throw in a protein shake there. So that's like 30 grams of protein. Yeah. That's a great that. strategy. And it's an optimal time is right after I teach my class. Um, and then it's before dinner. Um, I just, yeah, I guess I get mine mostly from, from my yogurt and my fruit smoothie in the morning. I always have always focus on protein at every meal. That's a big one right there. So becoming aware of your, of how much you were eating, adding a protein shake and trying to get protein at every meal. Those, those sound like the things that you've done to hit your protein targets. Excellent. Those are fantastic things. Um, what about movement? How was movement for you? You're a really active person. So was that one pretty easy for you at getting a daily, hitting your daily step target? I, yeah, steps and working out. I mean, that's kind of my 100%. I am, I work out in the mornings, usually five thirty, six o'clock in the morning before work. Um, and I do that five to six days a week. And then I teach my two classes. Um, so yeah, being active was, has never been a problem for me. Mm-hmm. And even on my rest days, I am minimum 7,500 steps. 
Um, so yeah, I'm always at least 7,500 on rest days. And then the days that I teach classes, obviously I'm more active. So I'm upwards of 15,000 steps a day. So, whoa, that's a lot of steps. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a lot of movement. Uh, when you're at work, is that a really, is your job really active? Um, yeah, it can be. Um, it's just two of us running this big operation these days. So I am anywhere from some days is kind of sedentary if I'm doing paperwork at the desk. Other days I'm in production. So I'm catching shirts off the dryer. I'm doing inventory. I'm, so I'm, I'm pretty much on my feet all day if it's a production day. So got it. Got it. So yeah, I think there's definitely, um, look, plenty of people come to me and they're like, I'm sedentary. I don't move at all. But then I also have this really big subset of people who are like, the workout and the movement is not my problem. Like I got that. My problem is nutrition. I'm clearly not dialed in my nutrition. And no matter what I do with my exercise, I just can't seem to lose weight. And it sounds like you were definitely more one of those people who are like, I'm active. Yes. You know, I, I could use some, I could use some help with the strength training, but I, I've got it. Like I like it. I can get up and do it in the morning, but really the nutrition piece was, was the thing for you. Um, you really do seem to yeah. enjoy your strength training. What is your favorite lift? Um, that would be deadlifts. Yeah. I, I, that was one of my favorite, favorite things, even back in 2017, when I started doing the weightlifting and stuff. Um, I just, I haven't got back to it to capacity that I would like yet. Um, just simply, I just don't have the equipment and you and I have talked a little bit um, about um, getting, adding some equipment like the barbell mm -hmm. and, yeah. and squat rack and stuff. So that's going to be a next purchase for me, hopefully in the next it's exciting. few weeks. So I'm going to add that to my home gym and awesome. just hopefully getting back to those. Yeah. Deadlifts were always my favorite for sure. Just feel empowered. Just yeah. The ama I amazing feeling with deadlifts. I don't if you know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's totally true. It's totally true. You just feel super powerful when you can rip that amount of heavy weight up off the floor. So I'm excited yeah. for you to be able to get back to your barbell lifting. When you get the barbell, that's exciting. One of the things I facilitate for the members of Fitter After 40 is small group accountability pods. And I know that this has been a big part of your success. Tell us about that. So we have, um, we have a small, um, accountability group and we call it our positivity. Um, and so these are my, these are our sassy ladies. Um, so there's four of us in this group and we, um, we started off, you know, obviously as all of us are strangers and we're all over the place. One's in Canada, one's in Florida, one's in New York and I'm in Maine. So we just kind of, um, on our, we are all on our fat loss journey. And, um, so we check in daily with Marco Polo. We are super supportive of each other. We check in when we have a good day or a bad day. We set goals for each other. Like I am going to reach 25 grams of fiber this week. So that was my goal last week. Um, someone else had a, a goal of getting their two strength workouts in. So we check in daily. Hey, did you get the fiber in this week? Hey, did you get your strength training in this week? It has been amazing to connect with these ladies and we have connected even more, more than just on our fat loss journey. We have connected on many, many other levels in this group. Um, it's been, so it's been a huge, a huge, um, benefit to, um, my journey and their journey as well is, ha is having each other to rely on on a daily basis. Um, 
tell me, Trina, what are you most proud of from the last four to five months of your fitness journey? Oh gosh. Um, I mean, I'd like to say my, my weight loss and stuff, but, um, obviously that's something to be proud of, but I don't think that's what I'm most proud of. Um, I would say what I'm most proud of is, um, um, just I'm losing my train of thought here. Um, <laughs> is, I don't know, I guess just putting my mind to it again. Like I, I had the tools and stuff and I just, I weren't, I weren't using them to, to efficiency. Mm. Um, so once I started just the mindset, okay, you know, weighing my food, tracking my food, doing the calorie cycling. And once I got all of that into place, my, Mm -hmm. my goal, when I, when I first heard of your program, I heard of it through a friend's podcast. Um, and I was like, I need to be working with with you um so <laughs> I got Beth, on, right I got your friend on, your friend is Beth Farrakha yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah. love so the, her podcast with Matt and I was like I needed to I need you know it was the whole fit after 40 type thing and you just I was just really drawn to that so I got on the waiting list so finally when that opened up and my main goal was um was eating to fuel everything that I do yeah like I, yeah, I can work out every day. I can go to work every day. I can be on my feet all day and do all this stuff, but I wasn't fueling what I needed to my body to do what I was asking my body to do every day. Yeah. So that was, that was my thing. And that was my why when you first, that first meeting that we had in the fitter after 40, you were like, you know, what is your, why, why are you, why are you doing this? What is your, what do you want to get out of this? Where do you see yourself? And I am where I see myself with that first time is I wanted to find the key. I wanted to unlock that code for I'm asking my body to do all of these things and I need to fuel it properly to do all these things. And I am at that point right now. I feel amazing. I'm getting enough sleep. Um, sleep, has, sleep wasn't very good at all. I'm getting more sleep now. I, my body feels good. I feel, I feel fueled. My body can do what I'm asking it to do teach two classes, strength train two or three times a week, work all day and do all the things. So I just, that was my goal. So I guess that's what I'm most proud of is, is, you know, just putting this focus in and figuring out that combination of nutrition and workout and fueling my body to do everything that I need it to do. Yeah. Well, you've nailed it, Trina. And I'm, I could not be more proud of you. Um, you've been such an inspiration in the group too, always sharing what you're learning. You're constantly reflecting on what you're, which I do think it's actually another big piece of your success. You're constantly reflecting on your day and like what went well. And then you come in the group and you're sharing with us, whether it's like your dinner or some little thing that you realize, some kind of a realization you had. And that reflection, that practice is such a big part of having a transformation like this. You can't be on autopilot and have this kind of transformation. And so that reflection of like, okay, what went well today? What didn't go well today? What should I change? You just hit that part out of the park. What is your best advice for someone listening who's maybe in a similar position as you were five months ago, you know, pre-losing 26 and a half pounds? Um, You know, somebody who also might be like, I just don't have my nutrition dialed in. What's your best advice for them? Um, Make it stupid simple. You know, just if you find something that works for you, 
um, you got to build those habits and you've had a podcast on that, which, you know, on building habits and, you know, so if you're, if you're not a morning person or whatever, you know, setting that alarm 15 minutes extra, just to give you a little, okay, find something you like to do in those extra 15 minutes or whatever. For me, it's working out. I enjoy working out in the morning. So I made that a habit. I made that a priority and just doing those little add on things. Like, you know, if you, if you can't do, you know, I guess on the meal prep. So start with one thing, start with your protein and prep that. Okay. That worked out really well. Okay. What can I add to that? Okay. Well, maybe I could plan a dinner for the week, add on to that. So it's building those small habits and those will turn into like daily, like you don't even have to think about it. I know every Sunday I'm going to be making my salads for lunch. It wasn't always that way. Yeah. Um, but I realized the benefit of doing it instead of scrounging for lunches and eating crap food during the week because it didn't have anything prepared. Yeah. Once you, once you start those little habits, you'll see the benefits of it and just make it simple. If you find something that works, do it. Salads work for us. So we do it. Yeah. You don't have to constantly you know, reinvent the wheel. Exactly. Fantastic and, advice, you know, Trina. Choose, choose your hard. You know, I know it's hard to weigh your food. I know it's hard to meal prep. I know it's hard to, but it's also hard to not have any energy all day because you're eating junk food and not healthy, nutritious foods. It's also hard to not sleep at night because you're, you know, your body is tired and you didn't fuel it all day. All these things are hard. So pick which one is going to be like beneficially hard. Yeah. Excellent advice, Trina. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your journey with us. I'm sure there are many people out there listening and really relating and feeling like, okay, maybe, maybe I can do this too. So thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I hope you found it motivational, inspirational, educational, organizational. If you did find value in this episode today, it would mean a great deal to me if you would leave a rating and review on whatever podcasting platform you are listening to this episode on. It really does help to get this podcast in front of other people. Thanks so much for being here. Mm-hmm.